We're unabashedly obsessed We've got to get it off our chest Please sit there and be quiet Hey everyone! Hello! Welcome to Unabashedly Obsessed. I'm James. I'm Aaron. On our show we like to talk about things related to pop culture. And not so pop culture. (laughs) (laughs) And it is uh, the second actual week of August. It sure is. Um, The very cool name that we have for this month in which we have all guests. This week, we are joined by Matt and Chris from Finish It, which anybody who follows us on Twitter has probably seen me retweet just with reckless abandon Mm -hmm. because I love their podcast. Hello, boys. Hi. Oh, why, hello. (laughs) Hello. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for having us. Thank Uh, you. We ruined it. Thank you for- Say the thing when- Start over. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> We're so very, very happy to be here. We love you guys. And, and we love your podcast. Thank true. you. Thank you. And thank you for suggesting possibly my new favorite movie ever. Yeah. yeah we were good, we were right? halfway through and I was I was already thinking about like, do I ask for it for Christmas? Am I looking for like a gift certificate situation? Like yeah. I need to own this movie. <laughs> yeah, I really I, I I need to go back and rewatch it. Yeah. It was exciting. It was exciting for us because it was the first time we ever saw it like widescreen or like not in a tiny yeah. little TV yeah. that we had when we so were kids. So you guys did rewatch it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah we yeah. just watched Excellent. it the other night. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Holds up maybe better than it, it used to be. surprisingly holds up quite well. For our listeners at home, we are talking about 1993's rollerblading movie Airborne. Yep. The, the that takes a really long time to get to the actual rollerblading part. Like the beginning of the movie is a oh surfing movie, and then it's an ice hockey movie. Yeah. And it's not until like the last. It starts third. with rollerblading, it is a but that's okay. Ride. I mean, it starts with rollerblading, but they're they're rollerblading to go surfing. They're not rollerblading for the love it's a of means rollerblading. To an end. It's a means to an end. <laughs> I know. But okay, but okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I have to just. I have to point this out. They rollerblade all the way to the beach, yeah. right? And then they go surfing yeah. with their surfboards. That they didn't bring with them to the beach? That they kept at the beach. Where did they come from? I don't from? know. I asked James that when we when we were watching it. I was All of a sudden, they're walking home. Car- were they carrying their surfboards home? Yeah. because They were. Then he yes. took his surfboard with him to Ohio for some reason. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, he feels naked that without was great. it. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. So they're carrying these surfboards home. I don't know where they got them from. They have to have bought Love. them that day. They must have. Oh. In California, if you go to the beach, there's just surfboards <laughs> floating around in the water. You, you just, just grab take, one. Take a take a surfboard. Leave the a surfboard. 19, oh, I forgot okay. about that. that 1983 surfboard Chris, infestation. So the fact that he this. took it all the way to Cincinnati is messed <laughs> yeah. up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that mm-hmm. wasn't his yeah. surfboard. Habitat removal. That was somebody else's mm. surfboard that he took with him. It's like the bikes they have that you can just check out, but yeah. it's like surfboards. Uh huh. So they stole them. Yeah. Oh man. Well, he stole it. What about, his, what about his unmemorable friend? I may have given it back at some point. We, we can't, you know, accuse him of stealing it when we don't know all of the facts. Can we take a sec and really be thankful that it was um, the very pretty one and not the very over-the-top one that, that was the main <laughs> character of this movie? Sure. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't remember for a while for that first chunk. I was like, I don't know which one of these we're going to follow for the rest of the film and which one of them was going to die. Because I was convinced one of them died oh in some horrible accident right in the beginning. And that's why Jeez. he went to Cincinnati. That must have that been in Thrashin' or Rad, one of the other movies you mentioned that's, yeah. that I will be investigating at some point in the future. Or Airborne 2, Avenging yes. Bodhi, which I <laughs> <laughs> I can only imagine. I, I can only imagine that that's a movie that was made. Yeah. Um, he gets, he gets the, the, the rollerblade team together, and they go out to California, mm-hmm. a la mm-hmm. Crocodile Dundee 2. And they're like a fish out of water, but in the opposite way. And sure. then they just get in a big, like, gun battle. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's all guns. There's no, there's actually no rollerblades. It's really disappointing. <laughs> yeah, that would be really disappointing. Also, yeah, Team yeah. Rollerblade is in it too, but like, not rollerblading. They just, they just really got that acting yeah. bug. Oh, okay. Yeah, and they're also team rollerblading is very, very good at shooting people. That's the other thing that they're you know, good at doing. I'm not at all surprised yeah. by that. I feel like yeah. if there's one thing they're really good at, it's not rollerblading. <laughs> it's just shooting people. <laughs> um, 
the sad fact of rollerblading is even if you're tremendously good at it, it just doesn't look like it's anything. true. You could be going very fast. It just doesn't look like you're going it's very true. fast. It's just not really. This very is um, immediately off topic. But do you think that the fact that when they added the sound effects of the wheels turning when they were airborne, that that helped <laughs> or hurt the coolness factor of the fact of the rollerblading? Because I feel like helped. When they were like, it was like, helped tremendously. Do you remember that? I think I don't helped. remember that at yeah. all. <laughs> yeah, he, Mitchell goes, he goes off a jump and he's in the air and like the music drops and it just is of the them little tiny How wheels. How did I just not even notice that? Now, admittedly, we did watch the first hour of this movie over the course of four hours while our children had a play date slash that was supposed to be in the <laughs> basement, fight. but was basically in the room with us. Um, and then we each had to watch the last half hour separately at our own houses once our children were not around anymore. <laughs> the last half hour, which is just a race. Yeah, it was the just <laughs> a very race. long half Got hour. The devil's backbone. It is. It's a tense, a very exciting half hour. I was very pleased with that. It was. Way. It was. A, it was a tense half hour of just <laughs> waiting for waiting the race to be over. To be over. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's really. That's all. That's all it was. For me, it was. Whoa, they're going way too fast downhill. Oh my god, wait, they have to go yeah. uphill? Yeah. The uphill part was like a mm. real big strain yeah, on my shins. Yeah, I was shins. expecting like, this to be more like a skiing situation yeah. where you just go flying down that hill, and if you're alive at the end, then you win. Yeah. But, which is how skiing okay. works, I'm pretty sure. That's um, the, yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> yes, that's right. That's <laughs> but no, these guys also had to go uphill. Yeah. So if they were alive at the top of the yes, hill, more they also... cross-country obstacle yeah. course. Cross-country, cross-intersection... Cross, cross parking mm-hmm. garage. parking garage, cross off a bridge. Uh huh. Uh huh. That's yeah. how you win. <laughs> Jumping off a bridge. Apparently, if the hero of your favorite rollerblading movie jumped off a bridge, would you not also jump off a bridge to win the race? Well, the hero of my favorite rollerblading yeah, movie definitely. did jump off a bridge, so I have to go find some rollerblades and jump off a bridge now. I guess. <laughs> we probably should be saying inline skates. Just oh, to that's be more true. Accurate. Oh. Rollerblading is the brand. That's true. Oh, yeah. that's true. We're yeah. going to get yeah. sued. Like Kleenex or But Coke. rollerblading mm-hmm. was the represented brand in the thing. Was it? Oh, very so much like, so, yes. Oh, right. That's that's fair. Okay, so we can say yeah, rollerblading. Rollerblade is made up of the most famous inline skaters right. that I don't know. I can't imagine who those people just, are. Justin and also Lance. <laughs> <laughs> there was absolutely and, one and, named and Lance Slammer. And one named Slammer. <laughs> um if I can, if I can frame my vision of this movie, um, I feel like, and I didn't do research on this because I was so worried that I'd find out I was wrong, and I was so happy to be right about this. Um, <laughs> Smart. I think this movie was written by someone who is from Ohio who had never been to California. <laughs> like Ooh. everything about Mitchell, the main character's whole thing, was a biggest caricature of all time, and then everyone who lived in Ohio, I was like. That is authentic Midwest, 100%. Like, that's how people in the Midwest are. This is how kids would be. This is all right. And this cartoon of a boy (laughs) with his made-up language. And I know that, like, all slang is made up. But, like, the first scene with Mitchell was some, whew, that was some some language. That was some words. He said words. I mean, some of them. For our listeners at home who have not seen this movie, the plot is that Mitchell, Mitchell's parents get like a grant to go to Australia, and he gets really excited that to he's going go to go to Australia to study wombats with them. And they're like, no, you're going to go stay with your aunt in Cincinnati. So he takes his surfboard mm-hmm. and goes to stay with his aunt in Cincinnati and has to rollerblade his way to glory. Right. Yeah. After he hockeys his way to glory. After he hockeys his way to actually not glory, whatever the opposite of glory yeah. is. He ends I mean, he pants a guy. No, nope. yeah, he, he did eventually well, pants a oh, guy. Oh, I'm sorry. You're right. He does street hockey his way to glory That's after he hockey. ice oh, hockeys yes. his way to shame. Right. So much <laughs> disaster. <shame and> disaster. <laughs> um. So this um also something is that he's a bit of a pacifist. He's studied the works of Mahatma Gandhi, and that that <laughs> That's all Californians. That That's what role. we do. Yeah, we're all. <laughs> that's, that, that's just what you do in California. That is accurate, okay. actually. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, fair. Okay. Also, Seth Green is in this. He is. He plays the cousin, mm-hmm. and he was so young and had so much hair. He, they, they some, <laughs> and so much potential. <laughs> they, they somehow wanted us to believe that Mitchell, 
this clean cut, nice, good looking, good kid who was just, he, he brought his surfboard. That was like the weirdest thing was somehow a bigger fish out of water than their own, than his own cousin, <laughs> Wiley, who was this. Yeah. Wiley walks on screen doing cosplay of Doug's sister from the 90s cartoon, Doug. Yes. That's very accurate. And that kind of just sets the tone for Wiley throughout the rest of the whole thing. His, you know, his attitude did not seem to match whatever fashion choices he was making. Because he seemed like a pretty normal no. dude, but man, did they put him in some weird ass clothes? Yeah, and he seemed he seemed pretty normal until he wrote the name of the girl he was going on a date with <laughs> in the shower uh, in soap suds yeah. on the, Is that in the what shower. He wrote? Yeah, yeah. Wow. And they didn't they didn't it was really they creepy. didn't say anything about it. They just had it there, sitting there behind him on screen. Just so there. I saw it behind him on screen. I didn't see him do the writing of it. And he didn't. I, he he didn't. didn't. You don't. They didn't don't show know. that. It was, it was just, just there. there. Yeah, he was just. It was just there. Him doing the writing. Oh, that's. But it's it was, just creative set yeah. dressing. Yeah, so that's good, a, choice a good directing that choice. Made. Yeah. And yeah. they were like, "Well, I guess it's on the wall, and we have to leave it. We don't want to do this scene over." Yeah. Oh, now I love it even more. Uh, all, also, in this. Yeah, nobody wants to spend any more time in this shower with Seth Green. Let's just move on. <laughs> <laughs> also, in this movie is a surprisingly young Jack Black. Um, yeah. Uh, who plays Augie? He is a henchman to the forty-five-year-old man who is the main. <laughs> the main. He's not. He's for most of the time the main villain. He's the, he's the main villain. Yeah. The main bully until those jerks yeah. from the other school come in. Ugh, Blair. Blaine. Yeah. Blaine. Blaine. Worse. Even worse. Even worse. <laughs> yeah, I liked the multiple tiers of like bully henchman girl the bully doesn't want the guy to be with like there were several tiers of that and i think that just goes to show that this movie was at one point two or three movies yes. <laughs> a hockey movie a surfing movie a rollerblading movie that were put together yes. by the studio yeah no i think you're absolutely correct in that my very okay right? so i have to talk about my very favorite part of the movie okay which was the for lack of a better term i'm gonna say dream sequences uh-huh, uh-huh. that i really wanted mm. to come back outside of that one scene in the classroom <laughs> we're just we're sitting there and we're watching yes. this movie and then all of a sudden the bully gets up and grabs mitchell and throws him through a window and we were like what the fuck are we watching and then it turns out that that was just what the bully was thinking about doing it was it was so good and he, i'm so mad that they didn't follow through on that for the whole rest of the movie this this boy <laughs> man this man this fully grown man yeah. um moved like a silverback gorilla like yes. he moved so fast over those desks i can't even believe like i think that was that guy's training like he had to have been like i can move really fast across a room that has desks in it because like he was like leaping mm-hmm. over and then he just he did the thing where you whip the guy over, like he turned him around so that he could get the momentum going yeah and chucked yeah. him through the glass window oh what if that had been real Oh my god. I this movie. I was I was afraid for what for what this movie that you guys told us we should watch <laughs> was in that moment. And then we realized that it was just what he was thinking about and I was like, "Oh, okay, cool." And then the girls started thinking about Mitchell just wearing his swim trunks with a wind machine on him, giving a thumbs up. And then they just never did anything with it. Yeah, and that was so it was so weird when the girls were having like a collective daydream vision. Mm-hmm. Like they were all having the same weird daydream vision about a naked boy in the classroom. If if I may, if you go it back and so watch weird. this again, which I heartily recommend, when they are looking at him and the wind is blowing and he doesn't have his shirt on, look at the boy mm-hmm. sitting directly in front of Mitchell <laughs> who no one ever told him, don't look at the camera. Because as the wind is blowing past his shoulder, dude looks... Just to the right, and then whoa, locks right on in the middle of the camera. Yep. And then they cut. Yeah. I'm sure to tell him stop that. And then (laughs) the rest of the shots, you only got his shoulder. Yeah. (laughs) I assume it was a different actor because that 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 boy was summarily fired. (laughs) Yeah. One would assume. 
or they or maybe they just cropped it out in post because there was, that's another scene that nobody wanted to shoot any longer. There were like a whole bunch of forty seven year old men shooting this boy, and they're like, okay, let's move on. Let's definitely move yeah, on. Yeah, apparently, just nobody wants to hang out with shirtless teenage boys on the set of this movie. Ugh, come on, guys. <laughs> it was so bizarre to me that there were little daydream sequences, but not from the point of view of the main I character. Know. I've never seen it that was before. Brilliant. Let's that go with brilliant. Also like twelve solid minutes long. Out of I nowhere, know. Just like, yeah. Well, they told they told Jack Black to just go. That's brilliant. Just like, hey, yes. just get up there. Yeah. yeah. Talk for a bit, I guess. Yeah. We didn't script this part, yeah. so we hope you brought something. Yeah. Are you a Are you going to be a huge late nineties comedic actor? You are great. Can you please just <laughs> great? You just go. Just, just write the scene for us. Yeah. So was this like a made-for-TV movie or a straight-to-video, mm-hmm. or was this in theaters? Theatrical release, my this friend. This was beautiful 1993, where you could do just about anything. And it was the Wild West. It until it played over and over and over on HBO, <laughs> and that was the only movie channel. So you guys saw this on the big screen? No. Okay. That I don't I think we did. Really no, I think we saw it on HBO. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this was an HBO one that we watched over and over and over. See, I just assumed that it was like a Disney Channel original movie. Yeah. That mm-hmm. that you had Nowadays watched. Nowadays it would have been. Nowadays it would yeah. have been. Yeah. Oddly, I think the production values were too high for that. That is probably true. <laughs> if that doesn't sound too insane. No, I think, I think you're right. I think you're right. Well, like things like Stuart Copeland, the drummer from The Police, did all of the music for this movie. Um, this mm-hmm. is like a a big deal. Like the an, like, their yeah. Aunt Irene was the secretary from Ferris Bueller, and like Aunt Irene was my favorite character. Yes, yeah. yes. She she thought that Mitchell was a real righteous dude. Uh, she was so I, good. I loved her so much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They really nailed those moments of like not doing the slang yeah. right and being like the dorky uh-huh. parents. That those dad was. Good. He was your favorite. Oh, he was so mm-hmm. good. He's a genius. I don't. What is that guy? That guy is famous too, right? Do I know? Do we know that guy? Yeah. Uh, no, he, uh, people do though. Oh, okay, probably like his family. <laughs> yeah, his, yeah. His family. <laughs> probably. They yeah, know his him. family are aware. But of he him. was he was yeah. the the stiffest, but, best, yeah. like odd, like Midwest dad I've ever seen in my life. When he was like, mm-hmm. oh, I was just watching. Oh, okay, I was just watching some TV, and like just stiffly walks into the kitchen to yeah. help make. Something what incredibly, they it, they turned down chili or something. Oh, like the kids are here. Let's make them some yeah. chili. Yeah. Something weird. They turn. So my favorite, my favorite scene in the movie was the grape Kool Aid. Um, these tough uh, hockey players are in this sweet little Midwest lady's house, and they're looking all tough. We've seen one of them wield a knife, like it's been mm-hmm. scary. And she's, oh, do you guys want some grape Kool Aid? They turn and look at her, and there's a beat. And they all politely say, no, thank you, ma'am. And I rewound and watched no, that scene you. again. <laughs> it was a really good fake out because they give her the really serious, mean look for like a solid uh-huh. couple beats. And you think, oh, the joke here is that they're just going to give her the stare down. Uh, but then there's the, the other joke on top of it is after the beat of them looking all serious. They're like, oh, no, no, yeah. that's okay. Thank you very yeah, much. Like, yeah. they were, like, I went back and watched each boy. Make the transition from, like, I started with Jack Black, of course. Of course. Then I went back and watched Snake, which was even better. Uh-huh. Like, Snake. the twins. Oh. Did you watch each twin individually? I may have. I, I'm not sure. There was a mirror in the room. It Good. was hard to, it was a whole thing. But, like, um, wow. is that, that's not mean for twins, right? Like, I know that they were individuals. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Oh, I thought you meant there was actually a mirror in the room on the screen, and you oh. were also trying to watch reactions in the mirror or something. I didn't know. <laughs> it what, was I didn't a, know was, where you were going with yeah, that. Yeah, no, but it, it was it was it was it was my favorite scene. I really liked it a lot. It was very good. Um, but so yeah, that was a good. So moment. what did you go? I, I feel like we should be clear just for a second that like I don't think we're not being ironic about this. These people actually did turn some turn in some very I good performances, movie. which was very yeah. surprising this, this, to me. I am in, in no way yeah. being ironic or, or sarcastic or anything. I, this movie yeah. was was true. I mean, like there were parts where I was like, "That's some good stuff." Hmm, there you go. The 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 fashion montage. <laughs> there was a there was a fashion yes. montage. It was so good. Like, it was so bad, but it was so good. Yeah, it's it was very ungender normative. Like it was too boys mm-hmm. uh-huh. 
one was trying on clothes for the other one. Like it was exactly what you'd see. But in in all these teen comedies, usually one of them is a girl. Or both of them. Or both of them yeah. are a girl. But like yeah. someone, like I watched the movie The Duff and that had mm-hmm. one of those in it. And that was fine. And I mean, this was fine too. This was this was lovely. But yeah. Yeah. And the comedy in this one wasn't that it was two boys doing this scene. It was that it was still just the same joke as in yeah. exactly. the, the yeah. other costume montage. These yeah. are all yeah. Yeah. It wasn't very bad. There, yeah. there was no jokes about like, oh, you know, oh, don't touch, you know, like there was no like gross, yeah. ew, you might be gay stuff at right. all. Right. Yeah. Even the bad guys, there was no like, you might, hey, there was like, yeah. Oh, this turns out to be my sister, which was awesome. Like, uh-huh. like there was all it was none. It was all Twist. above yeah. board. It was very wholesome. Yeah, it was. It was very, very wholesome. I, there was no, almost no cursing, if any cursing. Like, but you do see a dude's butt, and even Blaine's bare yeah. ass. Yeah, even his bare ass was like very safe for all buddy all yeah. people. It was a tasteful, a nice, clean tasteful ass. Yep. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly what exactly. you want to see. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Um, you could put that ass on a Christmas card. <laughs> I was waiting the whole time for like a cringe, a dated cringe moment, like somebody yeah. to call somebody yeah. something that like you can't say. Yeah. yeah. And like I was very pleasantly surprised that that just did not exist. In the that only movie, so. cringe moment for me was after all of the bullies had pranked them repeatedly. And the and the final prank was Mitchell is sitting on the toilet and the bullies come in and for some reason all of the toilet paper instead of being in the stall where it belongs is hanging on chains (laughs) above above meat hooks or something. And so the bullies come in and pour water all over it. So he can't use the toilet paper when he's done. And that wasn't even the cringiest part. Mm -hmm. It was the fact that he then went Mm -hmm. on a date. Didn't go home and change clothes. Yeah. Just went to, on a date. To a, a humid, like, botanical garden, yes. right? Like It was like a greenhouse, and he's just rollerblading around the greenhouse with, like, the swampiest of swamp asses. It was that, that and I couldn't enjoy the adorable rollerblading in the botanical garden scene because I just kept thinking about how gross his butt probably was. Yeah, that's one of the oh, first rules cool. they teach you in film school is, is if you have a scene like that, you also have to have a shower. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or at the very you see least. see the shower and the change Yeah, of at the very least, send him. A very obvious yes, change I think of clothes. He, did, he <laughs> did go back home. And maybe he did yeah. change the bottom half of his clothes, but he definitely kept the same shirt on, which to me implies that he just Not grabbed enough. his inline skates <laughs> and went out to go skating. <laughs> With his swampy butt, mm-hmm. it was. It made me very Ugh. uncomfortable. Maybe walk around and probably barefoot. Probably made him a, very but, uncomfortable too. I just, yeah. The the and like he he was walking around barefoot. Like Where he, were his socks? He wasn't doing socks in the in the in the rollerblade brand inline skates. Like oh yeah, I noticed that too. He took I the skates mean, off and there yeah, and he was barefoot. Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's a nightmare. Maybe she Those was like, your bad feet news. smell so bad. I have to assume the whole odor <laughs> aroma like. Bouquet is your feet. Is so. that what it was? He realized that his butt was still stinky, so he took off his rollerblades so that the foot smell would overpower. To cover it up. Now that's a life hack for you. Mm-hmm. That's a life hack. That is how you get a date. <laughs> just, make her think it's your feet and other tips. <laughs> but they probably, they probably, felt, she probably thought that that was like a California thing. That it's like, oh no, yeah, because like doesn't want any chemicals on his body, so he doesn't clean <laughs> out. Oh, worst. <laughs> He's so exotic. I'm beginning to regret having brought this subject up. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure there are two full scenes of him after that Mm -hmm. where you can see how uncomfortable he is. And so you have to watch it for a long time. So it's something the director subjected us to. And I think it's. Yeah, it was a con. Yeah, the director made a conscious choice to subject us to it. Mm -hmm. Yes. And it was also a prank montage that ends. And then it's a scene of the toilet paper being yes. wetted, and then another scene of him want like it's not even in the montage. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. a whole separate beat in yes. this film that is important enough to justify another three minutes of. And it numbers. makes me think that the writer or the director or someone involved in the production of this movie had to have experienced that themselves, because that's like to it was make super it its specific. whole scene. Yeah. It's so specific. Like, it can't have yeah. just been like, a, oh, and what if the toilet paper gets wet? Right. No, that was somebody working through some shit. Yeah, literally. literally. <laughs> yeah. 
Here we are. And he gets there and he's so mad because he's like, why is the toilet paper like attached to the wall? And they're like, what are you talking about? And he's like, the toilet paper should be hanging from chains. <laughs> yeah. Like toilet paper. I have never seen like, that okay, ever. Okay, just do it. Even in like, can't, like we, my, so my old theater group had to do like a, like an overnight team building retreat at uh, Hemlock yeah. Overlook. I know you know where. Do you, do you guys Hemlock, know Hemlock? Yeah. yeah. So we had to do an overnight <laughs> there. And even the bathrooms there had the toilet paper on the wall like any civilized society would. <laughs> where you could like reach it from the yeah, toilet. Yeah, for human beings. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You don't have to stand up and reach over your head and like bat the chain around like a cat chasing a string. Is it because it's implying that it's such a bad school that they keep ripping the toilet paper holders off the wall? So they have to have thick gauge chains so that they won't do that anymore? Maybe? That's a long walk. That is yeah. a long walk. Yeah, no, look, they put it up on chains so that they could pour water on it. Yeah, I think that's probably... <laughs> but wait, you did kind of blow my mind, so you have to So do you have to stand up when you're done? To you got to stand up, you got to get the well, toilet paper. Usually somebody else is there in the hand. Oh, 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 they have bathroom attendants. Okay, it's a buddy system. Attendance. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> the chain gang. <laughs> the chain gang. <laughs> <laughs> nice very well done Thanks. james Oof. i mean their montage game was on it really point. was all of the cinematography the editing like technically mm-hmm. very very well-made movie mm-hmm. i was reading an interview with the guy who played uh uh-huh. mitchell who mm-hmm. is as of five or six years ago a car salesman in galveston texas Love okay. life. Um, hey. and he was talking about the shot where they're at the airport where they have the uh where he's holding a surfboard like the guy mm-hmm. comes over and he's like, here's your surfboard, sir. Um, and he's just standing there in the snow all sad looking. That was not like a planned thing. They just had like they were doing something else at the airport. <laughs> and they had basically shut down that whole part of the airport just for them to shoot this movie. And he was like, wow, this is amazing. <laughs> so they just came up with some other like bits to do. And that was one of them. And I was like, that's, that's a good, good anecdote, but probably better when he says it. People were on their grind. They were trying to make a good film. They did, they did make, make a good, a good film. film. Has that guy done mm-hmm. anything else? I didn't look him up. Or was um, it just like Airborne Car Salesman? Well, Airborne, Airborne 2. Right. Re- Avenging, Avenging Brody. Avenging mm-hmm. Brody. Not Brody, yeah. Bodie. Yeah. And then he became a car salesman. Uh-huh. <laughs> in that interview, he said he was like a kid, a child model and actor. And then that was kind of his first movie thing. I think he did a couple things after, but nothing, uh, nothing as good as Airborne, which is not a joke. He was like, movie. he looked like a Lawrence brother. But he made all the other Lawrence mm. brothers look really, really <laughs> trashy and gross. Like he was the he yeah, was like a Lawrence brothers trying to be yeah he was like a buffed mm-hmm. out like they like took a sandpaper to a, a Lawrence brother. Mm-hmm. What did you find? So he has five yeah. things to his IMDb credit. His very first thing okay, in 1990, he was on one episode of the Babysitters Club TV series where he played Jamie Anderson. Oh. Hey, that's my nickname from when I was. A little boy. Sure is. He what? played me. He played you. <laughs> nice. What? Remember when those girls that I knew started that babysitters club? <laughs> and then he was on a show called Swan's Crossing, which sounds like a bad soap opera. Uh-huh. Um, he was mm-hmm. in Airborne. Mm-hmm. He was on a single episode yes. of Law and Order and then five episodes of All My okay. Children. And nice. then he became then he became hey. a car salesman. Reprising the role of Mitchell Goosen. Like, I'm good. No. <laughs> Mitchell Goosen. <laughs> That'd be amazing. That'd be really good if he did. He didn't. He played Scott Chandler. Ugh. Scott Chandler's a pretty good name too. Could he be any less of a Mitchell Goosen? That was good. Yeah. I see what it you wasn't did there. it wasn't good. It, it wasn't good. Let's move yeah. past it. So um Chris and Matt, one of the things that we like to do when we have guests from other podcasts come on our show is just blatantly mm-hmm. rip off their podcasts. It's we make That's them make make, the, we're gonna make the hosts watch us steal from them and add mm, to our own content. Yeah. Right. So um if we may, I would like to play a game with you. Okay. I would like to play a game of choose your own adventure okay. or nineties sports movie. <laughs> Oh, that's Hold a on. good one. Thank you. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Matt just leaves. <laughs> <laughs> Number one, we have The Race Forever. Okay. I'm pretty sure that's a choose your own. I agree. That is. Right? That is number 17. The mm. Race Forever. That's just, that title sticks. I just it's love good, that title. That's a good title. Daredevil Park. <laughs> Choose your own adventure. Yes, yeah. that is number one fourteen. Okay. Woo! Aspen Extreme. 
has been that's, I, Chris, I think that's got to be a movie. Do you, what do you think? There were a lot of skiing movies. Yeah, that's been mostly extreme. skiing. But movies did they for a call it extreme there. back then? Was that a terminology at that point? Can I ask? No, I can't. You um, can. You I can ask her answer. to use it in a I sentence. Think, oh, well, I was going to ask what year the movie came out and see if you went for that. And then, uh, <laughs> I am not going to go for that. Because it's the X Games started in 95. Wow, how do you know that? I had he was there to see if Airborne <laughs> predated. I will say that <laughs> this title, like... this title, is the word "extreme" with no funky spellings. Okay, okay. I think it's, I think it's now movie. the band "Extreme" was around before the X Games, so I don't know if that helps. <laughs> right? It helped. It did help. They started the <laughs> X Games, right? right? Now it helped me <laughs> earlier in life. You, so we go movie. You're going to go movie. movie you yeah, are correct. Yeah, it is yeah. a 1993 yes. skiing movie. Woo. Whoa, same year as Airborne. Uh, Fire on Ice. Oh, that's got to be. I think I'm going to, Chris, let's confer. I think it's a movie again. Is it the one with the guy who's a hockey player and he has to do figure skating with the girl? No, that's something about blades or cutting or something. The cutting that's edge. That's the cutting edge. That's, that's the cutting edge. Okay. It's, Fire on ice. But I still think this is like maybe it came out the same time as The Cutting mm-hmm. Edge and then like got lost in the anyway, I think it's in the Okay, okay, movie. That is Choose Your Own Adventure number one eighty one. That's that, I mean Fire on Ice? Fire on Ice. It is about hockey. Man. If, is it? Uh, well, uh, judging from the cover, yes. It's about the Calgary okay. Flames. <laughs> Soul okay. of the game. <laughs> I really want that to be a Choose Your Own Adventure. I think it's a movie. I think that's a movie. It is. Matt. Yeah, it, a movie. Oh, sorry, guess, Matt. Guess, yeah, no, it is a no, 1996 no. baseball movie. <laughs> Secret of the Ninja. Well, that's Choose Your Own Adventure. That is number yeah, 66. Is Return I had that one. of the Ninja. Ooh, um, that is a movie. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay, movie. No, that is Choose Your Own Adventure oh. number 92. <laughs> yeah, I have to be honest. I wasn't sure. <laughs> <laughs> the Lost Ninja. That's definitely a Choose Your Own Adventure. Choose Your Own Adventure. You yeah, have no idea it. how much I wish it had been a movie, but it was not. <laughs> that is Choose Your Own Adventure number 113. Oh, so many ninjas. Um, Without Limits. Oh, oh that's so good. That's uh, enticing without limits. Okay, it could be a sports one, right? Like mountain climbers or... Like a, a book or a movie? <laughs> a movie. You're, you're suggesting it could be... It could be, be either. <laughs> I, I, th- I'm, I think movie. I'm gonna, okay, I'll go with that movie. It is. It is a 1998 movie about Steve Prefontaine. <sighs> oh, okay. Oh, that, that guy. What, why do there's so many movies about that? I guy? wondered the same thing when I was creating this list. Because I'm pretty sure <laughs> there was at least one other that was not Prefontaine. He got a contract to just make a bunch of uh-huh. movies. Oh, okay. Yeah. 15, 15 movie deal. Brink! Exclamation point. <laughs> Brink! Exclamation point. Uh, Ooh, with exclamation point? It's a movie right. about Christy Brinkley. For... Okay, yeah, <laughs> what do you <laughs> Yeah, let's go movie. That's yeah, one. movie. I think movie. That was a movie. It's a 1998 rollerblading movie. Rollerblading, another one. Oh. Yeah, Superbike. That's a choose your own adventure. <laughs> yes, that is number 124. <laughs> In which you are a super bicycle. <laughs> if you we shift are trying first really gear. hard to get the rights for that one because we want to make the film. <laughs> nice. That's why we know that. Are you? Are you seriously? Because that no, would be... but now, well, now I am. I mean, yeah. you've said it on the podcast, so, <laughs> so now it's tr- now it has to happen. Stupid ideas, crazy ideas have a way of coming true on this podcast. It's a little bit yeah. of the. <laughs> it's a blessing and a curse. <laughs> now that I've said it on the podcast, some desperate person is going to call and be like, "Yeah, we'll sell you the rights. Do it cheap. What do you mean? Please take them. I will pay you to take the rights." <laughs> and then you make the movie about that. Yes. <laughs> By the sword. And that is by B-Y, not B-U-Y. Oh, okay. So it's not a, a movie about shopping it's for the right sword. It's not a movie sword. about shopping for it's the right It's not Say sword. Yes to the it's Samurai all, it's Sword. It's yes. not. All fashion weapon. montage okay. and the credits. But the fashion montage is swords. <laughs> I would watch that movie. <laughs> now that's the movie called The Cutting Edge. I mean, I don't yes. understand. <laughs> oh, jeez. 
All right, look, uh, Chris, I'm pretty sure this is going to be a movie about fencing that no one has seen, but okay. somebody famous is in. Okay, let's say it. Let's go with that. It is a 1991 movie about fencing that hey. I'm guessing probably nobody has seen. I do not know if anyone famous is in okay. it. Um, but we'll almost had it. I will. It. I will do a quick uh, search for that. I love it. Nicholas Cage. It probably has Nicholas Cage in it. Did we mention the fact that during the fashion montage, the main character was just laughing hysterically <laughs> yeah. nonstop? It was non-stop. so good. No that, took me, that took criticism. me somewhere. Mia Sarah just... is in it. Oh, Mia Sarah from Ferris Bueller. Yeah. Oh, also that girl. Nice. Hmm. Do you... we know who that girl is? Um, Elaine Kagan? She looks like someone else. She Okay, so there's a there's. I know that guy too. A woman who looks like someone. Okay, that's and something. also that and then a guy. A bunch of friends of James. Wait, that guy is. Uh, he was <laughs> a bunch on of James friends. Yeah. <laughs> I went to high school with that guy. Wait, what's what sport is it? So it is about fencing. It is, is about correct? fencing. Is it the yeah. guy from Airborne? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I wish. This was was a huge genre back then. Oh yeah. Why was it so satisfying? I have a couple more for you. If <laughs> you guys want to, right, okay, Have the last couple. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. H e double hockey sticks. <laughs> I want to say that the Brandon Fraser movie where he uh, he plays the devil, but he's kind of zany, yeah. and he makes a deal with some hockey player. Uh, Played by an actual think, hockey man? player. <laughs> yeah. at the time. Yeah, but yeah. nobody gets Wayne Gretzky's yeah. one turn as an actor. You're right. Yeah. You're right about the part where it's a movie. All right. Nice. <laughs> I'm assuming it's about hockey, but I did not look very far into it. I, I, I <laughs> thought it had to be Dan Yankees, but for hockey. That's that was my guess. Like, oh, oh yeah. that's pretty good. Yeah. yeah, that sounds right. And the final one, surf monkeys. Well, that's a choose your own adventure. <laughs> that is that is number one thirty one. So, so thank you for thank you for playing my game. They did. <laughs> that, well, that was a very fun game. game. But see, as yeah. I was doing this, it occurred to me that mm-hmm. you guys have seen the titles of all of the Choose Your Own Adventure movies so many times from when you've done this game on your show. I was like, yeah, I was like, they're gonna get all of the Choose Your Own Adventure ones. I would say it's there was probably four. Yeah, there was four that I definitely remember seeing. Yeah. But it's it's you'd be surprised. There's so. Mini, the list is so big, yes. you do kind of forget. Well, and most of them are master of insert martial art here. So there's like <laughs> sure, master sure, of karate, sure. master of taekwondo, master of jujitsu, master of the black belt, master like what? I mean, it's just, yeah. There are at least yeah, two just, that are basically just master of karate, and they just have slightly yeah, different yeah. names. Master of the black belt yeah. could be also that fashion montage to his adventure. Yes. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> what color belt Best of the black belt if, with the black shoes. If black, turn to page two. If yellow, turn to page sixty-seven. It was like a fashion plate crossover. Uh huh. Yeah. Your belt does not match your shoes. You are stabbed by a ninja. <laughs> At the end. That's still a better death than you, any of the ones that you guys have gotten to on your show. Oh, there's some bad. There's that some real doozies. Which I, I, some real... I am halfway through the episode that released today. So oh, you, yeah. I have yeah, I have yeah, not no yet spoilers. Yeah, I'm currently listening to the Nick Tyler theme song. So oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. um yeah. so that's how far in I am. So don't spoil for me. What? Nothing. Okay, James James hates spoilers. <laughs> so he's mad at me that I've mentioned I'm sure, I was sure, just sure, looking sure, sure. at you. Uh-huh. But I know but I know We all saw I it. I know James. that your brain is going shit, now yeah. I know there's a Nick Tyler theme song. I've heard the Nick Tyler theme song. It, it came up in the third in the second you. episode. I don't know that you've heard this Nick Tyler well, theme song. Well maybe I haven't, but now you've spoiled it. See? I know. See, now he's mad at me. <laughs> <laughs> but if I can him. delude myself into thinking that I already know what it is. There's I mean, Matt does delightful jingles constantly throughout all of the mm-hmm. episodes. Yeah. It's one of my favorite yeah. things about the show. I'm not actually mad at you. About, I know about that. About that. Okay, let's yeah. move on. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> jerk. <laughs> yeah, we usually have to edit about half an hour of fighting out of every podcast. Yeah. I don't know if you guys have it's to do true. that. Too. Um, we usually have to edit about half an hour of talking about things that just are in no way related to right. anything, sure, and sure. that's where we get our outtakes episodes from. Mm-hmm. Oh, we should do. I just throw that Chris stuff in the trash. Does the uh, editing? I believe anything that is excised is immediately deleted. Is that true? That is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I regret that <laughs> now. That yeah. Stuff. If you feel like you're you're editing something, you're like deleting something. You're like, oh, this is good, but I 
can't we this is too long an episode mm-hmm. that's where the outtakes come in yeah this is an uh, a, a um a much higher level of um editorial thought that i've ever uh, that, <laughs> that's now making me rethink my editorial choices and maybe i should it did take us a while to get there and i don't remember what we originally had in our first outtakes episode where we were like, this does not need to be in this episode, but I do not want to lose it. It was the when we tried to record in the car. It was a large part of the conversation. Yes. Yeah. And we, we went on a road trip. Did not work. Yeah, we went on a That's road a good trip idea. down to Richmond and tried to record in the car just mm. using well, no, we used um, the mic- the real microphone. Yeah, but it picked up all of the car noise. The car noise is it yeah, was yeah, very. Yeah. It's bad. a good idea though. A road trip podcast. I like. Yeah, that. it was a bad episode because sure. it turns out that I actually concentrate on driving more than I thought I did. <laughs> oh sure, that's for the best, probably. But I think we did end up saving some of the stuff where um, we you talked saw, about where... the Ninja Turtles movie soundtrack. Yeah, the well, nin- yeah. The, not the Ninja Turtles movie soundtrack. Right. The tape of the ninja turtles uh back in the shells or whatever it's yes called, that isn't from the movie out of, out of yeah, our shells tour. yeah the tour out that you got shells. the tape at pizza hut yeah i, I saw that show did you really and in person <laughs> yep he so got a pizza frisbee jealous it is one of my fondest memories from my childhood i had that tape <laughs> and it got lost along the way but i found mm. a new Oof. vacuum sealed version on ebay and i made james what? rip it to cd for me i gotta say just like seeing Raphael live in person like sitting at the front of the stage singing the skipping stones song uh-huh was like transformative <laughs> i believe it i'm yeah. so like so jealous I'm like seething with jealousy great. right now. It was pretty good. I was At the end of the show, they started throwing out all these giant like foam pizzas into the audience, oh. and we caught one of the foam pizzas. And on the back of it, it was a coupon for a free pizza at Pizza Hut. Nice. So we went and got a pizza. Did you have to give mm-hmm. up the foam pizza to get the free pizza? <laughs> no, but I did go with my friend, uh-huh. who's and his family. They got the tickets, so they kept the foam pizza. Oh. So, so, Matt, you didn't get to see this? No. I was asked if I wanted to go, and I said, no, thank Why? you. <laughs> I did not go. Why would you not go? I enjoyed the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but this seemed like it was going to be a real mess. So I, I did pass on the live experience. Oh, mm. man. <laughs> it's a good show. It's a good show. I believe I it. Values. I, fa- I have found <laughs> some clips of it on YouTube. Really? Yeah, if oh, you if you look it up out. on YouTube, there are some clips, and it just makes ah. me really, really wish that I had gone. Absolutely delightful. I, I didn't realize that it was like a live show. I just thought that it was a oh, yeah. tape that you got, like back, like back when it was happening. I oh. didn't realize it was a live show. I thought it was just a tape that you got if you ate enough pizza. And so I had the <laughs> tape, and I had a poster, and it was in my room. If I had known that it was a thing you could go to, I absolutely would have hounded my parents until they took me just to shut me up. Yeah, your parents hid that information from you, I'm quite sure. Yeah, they probably did. That commercial would start playing on TV and they would change the channel. Yeah. Because they played that commercial. Oh, another blackout. Yeah. There were like commercials and stuff? Mm hmm. Now I wonder if. That's what convinced me not to. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder if they did change the channel or if they just were like, no, no, that's just an advertisement for that tape you listen to all the time. Yeah, yeah who knows how deep the lies run? It's not a play. It's just trying to sell you that tape you already have. You don't need to. Mm -hmm. We don't need another one. (laughs) Theater is dead. (laughs) (laughs) Man. Yeah, we. So yeah, our outtakes had lots of talk about that, and then uh, when you saw that dog. Oh yeah, when I. That's right. Yeah, I saw a dog just walking while we were driving. We saw a dog just walking down the street, and I was very concerned for him. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because I mean, he yeah, looked like fine. he knew where he was going. He had a purpose, but there were no he, oh, there okay. were no people around. <laughs> He's like, no, no, I'm good, I'm good. I'm he was cool. going to the store to buy some yeah. milk or something. We I had a know. big long conversation about that dog, and then she said, "So are we turning around and getting the dog?" And we were like on the highway <laughs> again. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm not. <laughs> I, that dog that. is long gone, but like we, in the behind us, not yeah. like dead. I mean, I don't know. Do we have anything more we want to say about Airborne, or do we want to ask about? thrashed yeah it's a never-ending tell- stream of things we'd like to say about airborne but we don't have to do that <laughs> tell me a little bit about thrashing and rad how do they what sure. are they and Oof. how do they hold up against airborne there's a whole um, spectrum of those of that in that genre right like at the top where you know the quality movies you've got like gleaming the cube uh-huh. right karate kid yeah 
actual classics. Where it's, it's a similar formula about sports. Yeah. Okay, I have never heard of Gleaming the Cube, but I imagine that like oh, Mighty Ducks yes, and the Shamlot fall into this category mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, D2, the yeah, Mighty like Ducks. yeah, Gleaming the Cube is a little different. What Chris was saying, it, it that because that's more of a mystery movie to skateboarding. Ooh. It. Yeah, it's Christian Slater and his older brother is like mm-hmm. the golden child, but he's a cop and he gets killed or something. There's some dirty conspiracy corruption going on. Christian Slater, oh, he was working. Maybe he was like undercover working yeah. for the cops and he. Now we're kind of making it up because we don't remember, but it, it's <laughs> so, good. And then the robot comes in. But it's in. not that much about skateboarding. Whereas like Rad or Thrashin, I do not remember which is which. I don't know. Christian Slater takes like, down the bad guy with a skateboard move. I think that. Right. But that the whole point skateboarding is in it is so he can yeah. do that. Oh, right. Okay. Um, I want to watch that now. I, I wrote awesome. it down. Mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch it. Yeah. It's good. It's a weird name. If you haven't seen Pump Up the Volume, watching those two movies back to back. Have you seen Pump Up the Volume? No, but I have heard of it. I own that movie. That's a pretty good movie. Hey, can I borrow it? That's a good double yeah. feature. <laughs> I promise I'll watch it in a more timely manner <laughs> than I have not watched Robin Hood yes. Prince of Thieves. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. so we have Gleaming the Cube, The Sandlot, yeah. Mighty oh, Ducks yes. up at the top. Oh, okay. sure. And then... I would say this this goes into like the medium level, like still a good movie, but very much just an excuse to show sweet rollerblading tricks, right? right. Nonstop, maybe sell some rollerblades. Sure, sure. And then I feel like Rad is a little further down the spectrum, if I'm remembering correctly. Which one was Rad again? Yeah, like whoever the I, I don't remember which one that was, but like the, the executive producers a, like of the movies, BMX bikes, right? Yeah. yeah. The executive producers of these movies are like kind of sleazy dudes, probably, yeah. and they're just like, just put bikes in it. Here's the script. Yeah. yeah. It's like this, but bikes or skateboards. I don't care. And then you just kind of crank out those movies. It takes place yeah. in yeah, Alabama, yeah. and they're just like, sometimes you just want to ride. And they just, that's how it became yeah. rad. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Ride, ride that back. Ride that back. Yeah, let's all rad. <laughs> let's go rad. All right. <laughs> I'm um, thrashing. I'm going out to ride bikes. <laughs> <laughs> rad bikes that sounds like a movie Aww. um but and then thrashing is on the lower end of that spectrum too but it stars a very very young josh brolin which i'm not sure is that pre-goonies goonies was my 80. recollection of him is that he's got his full-on adult head on a eight-year-old <laughs> so concurrently with goonies got it <laughs> I but i think it's pre-goonies this, but that was a skateboarding thrashing? one and there was some sweet skate there's some okay. sweet skateboarding thrashing was one. 86 just go via okay. The Goonies was 85. Okay, okay. Wow. Oh, you know what it sounds like to me? It sounds like he shot Thrashin' first. Yeah. <laughs> they were not yeah. going to release that. <laughs> but then he blew up in going to watch this. <laughs> That's Barbara Streisand's stepson has another movie. <laughs> <laughs> Is he really? Oh, right. Yeah. Oh, right. James Brolin. Wow, I never put any of that together before. Yeah, I kind of never, that never occurred to me. I knew she was married to James Brolin. Never yeah. occurred to I me. Never, yeah. I think they made an SNL joke in one of his monologues one time. Oh, okay. Wow. James oh, Brolin's no, yeah. It was, um, it was uh, um, um, Andy Samberg's Mark Wahlberg talk show, Say Hi to Your Mother for Me. He says, uh, oh, yeah. Say Hi to Your Mother for <laughs> Me and Your Stepmother. Um, and that was when they oh. put it together that it, that was Barbara Streisand. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> Andy Samberg, opening minds, okay, and, uh, and hearts. Okay. Mm-hmm. I do love Andy Samberg. Via Mark Wahlberg impression. Via Mark Wahlberg impression. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, where would you put? Do you guys ever see Three Ninjas? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Chris, do you want to hear? And Three Ninjas one? Strike Back. Of course. Wait, of course. Kickback. Kickback. Mm-hmm. Which was Which ironically not about them like relaxing. going on vacation. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if anything, they were they were. This is another three ninja movies with no ninjutsu. They're just hanging out. Just hanging out. I like weirdly. I the three ninjas in my in my mind are much closer to like um, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles yeah. movie or something like yeah. that. It had that level of of zaniness and like almost felt like a different an alternate reality. Like. Having like having martial arts skill was not something that you could train and get, but more of a magic power. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> There's also Surf Ninjas, which was Surf Ninjas, which I didn't see. <gasps> surf Ninjas, I, I never That's saw that one, but that That's one. Ernie had, Ray's Jr. Yeah. And... Who was the guy that played Kino in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles to The Secret of the Use, Right. Yeah, you blow yeah. my mind. It was James. a little kid, karate kid, yeah. who was in a bunch of. He was. Did you ever see the TV show Sidekick? I didn't see the TV show. I saw the movie. I loved the movie. Was that a different with uh, 
Well, wait, it was a with Disney Chuck movie, Norris, Disney, like for TV movie. Chuck Norris and uh, who was the kid that was that Henry died? Uh, that was in Never Ending Story too. The kid that died that was a Never Ending what, Story too. Jonathan. Oh, Jonathan Brandis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. How are you gonna sidekicks with? Oh my gosh, Jonathan Brandis died. He, yeah, he killed himself. Yeah, when I was in like oh. middle school. Will this be on the outtakes <laughs> episode? Maybe. <laughs> this will be on the very sad outtakes <laughs> episode. Today on a very special outtakes <laughs> episode. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's a film, man. That's a Chuck Norris movie. No, there's a TV show called Sidekicks. I wonder. Different, do you uh, think that they, they? It was a TV show based on the movie where they were like, "What if we had an actual Asian kid be the martial arts expert and not any of this?" Cornbread, Jonathan Brandis crap. Which, by the way, I love that, that movie. So like much. You're looking pitched. at me like I have any idea. What I'm we're just looking at you right for now. the words <laughs> "cornfed." Oh. Ernie Reyes Jr. was like a little prodigy of a karate kid. He was like in some commercials and stuff, and then he was, and then so somebody gave him a TV show. It's like him and a cop, and the cop is like, "I can't get this kid involved in." Solving crimes, and then it keeps. <laughs> I just saw an image from that, and episodes. it took me way back. So it's like Castle, that. but instead of a say, writer, it's Chris's a mind was just martial artist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's correct. I completely forgot about that show, but it was a very big part of my life for a little while. Huh? <laughs> we were pumped about it. Yeah, I can somehow. Can we start over and do sidekicks? <laughs> I can somehow. Yeah, you guys are welcome over. to come back, and we can talk about sidekicks. I'm fine perfect. with that. Perfect, perfect, perfect. That would give us time to find <laughs> it somewhere in <laughs> exactly. The world. Yeah, Airborne can only be watched, I'm assuming, if you happen to own a copy of it or if you want to rent it on YouTube, which I didn't know yeah. that you could pay to rent things on YouTube. Yeah, that's Weird. the new YouTube mm-hmm. red thing, I think. Oh, okay. That's how they get you. Okay. I mean, mm-hmm. it's fine. It it worked just great. What did we find out that that guy that was the 45-year-old man who was the antagonist was in? Um, we looked him up. Oh yeah, there was he was in. Oh, he was in. He was in the next Karate Kid. He was the bad guy in the next Karate Kid. Like the owner of the bad dojo in the next Karate Kid with uh, Hilary Swank. Oh yeah, that's perfect. That bad dojo was like a really bad dojo. Like for all the Karate Kid movies, that was like a really bad dojo. Yeah, definitely. I learned something on this watch that um, I did not know before that made me really happy. Is that this director directed one of my other all-time favorite movies, which is Reign of Fire. Christian Bale Christian and Matthew, Bale, McConaughey, Matthew McConaughey. Wow. And dragons. It's like Aaron's loves and Those hates opposing each really other. I really excited and then just shot it down. I really love With the McConaughey? Oh, yeah, yeah I, I'm a big fan of like oh, you'll love him 90s in this. era Christian Bale. Um, can't stand Matthew McConaughey. Can I pitch you a little bit? Sure. Okay. So yes, it's classic Christian Bale. It's post. It's post apocalypse. The apocalypse happened because of dragons. They destroyed everything. Amazing. Right. It was. It was a modern normal world until dragons. Christian Bale is the head of this community in England. He's classic Christian Bale using his own real voice. Yeah. Okay. But then, who rolls up to try and help fight the dragons? Some Americans in their big dumb tank, led by Matthew McConaughey with a shaved head and a giant beard. Oh my God! Okay. I can picture that. And he is kind of supposed to be a jerk. And he does jump he a big into a, a dragon's mouth jerk. while waving an axe. You, okay, you did. Yeah, you he do jumps like off of a thing with villain an axe. McConaughey. Well, I yes, I don't. Do I like villain McConaughey? Yeah, I don't. I don't do mind. I don't mind young Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> He's like when he like when he was doing like the uh, John Grisham movies. Yeah, like, that was a like time, to big kill, time to kill. And, yeah. mm-hmm. the sweat. Yeah, of the pits. so. The the swamp of darkness. <laughs> the dark briefcase. <laughs> the dark briefcase. <laughs> the dark briefcase. The master right. of the briefcase. <laughs> yes. Yeah. All, yeah. When he was in all of those, I liked him in those. Right. It's it. It wasn't until he got what uh, more whatever it is that he is now that he wasn't then. Yeah. Is what I don't like about him. He's more. He's, more He's a real more caricature. He's a real caricature in this when one. When did it come? He's a real out there character, <laughs> so it might be fun to watch. Ninety. Eight? Okay, that's that's young that, enough, McConaughey. That's a guess. That's a one hundred percent guess. Enough. I love this movie and would highly recommend. Oh, it. I don't know. Are you gonna look it up, Chris? I gotta look it up. The time, the year. <laughs> it's two thousand and two, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I'll give it a shot. Two thousand two is the new nineteen ninety eight. They say. That, I've heard that's that. I've said. I hear that they that's say true. that. I saw somebody wearing a t shirt that said that the other day. <laughs> what a what a great and confusing shirt. <laughs> <laughs> we'll add it to the merch store. <laughs> oh God, what a good shirt. 
on the back it just says, right? <laughs> right? <laughs> um, so tell us, um, I mean, not us because we listen, but tell our listeners a little bit about Finish It and where we can find you on the interwebs. Sure. Um, it's a horrible mistake my brother and I made. <laughs> no, it's not. It's um, wonderful. Terrible. That will in. never end. <laughs> it will never end. Uh, Matt, what's the elevator pitch? Uh, we thought it would be funny to attempt to read uh, a Choose Your Own Adventure book. We picked the first one, and we wanted to read every single page, every ending, the whole thing, but not the way you did when you were a kid where you kept your thumb there and just read all the pages you wanted to, but to force ourselves to once a week read the story over and over and over again every week, week after week, forever, until we, well, forever. Until we track down every page and every ending, yeah. which is going to get more and more difficult as we get closer to the end, which, is happening. which means we should lose our minds more and more. <laughs> Uh, which should, which will hopefully be the funny part of the podcast. Yeah, we'll get there. <laughs> now, so yeah. when you're finished with this book, are you going straight into number two, or are you going to skip ahead to return to the cave of time? Oh, why did you have to bring that okay, one up? So this is something we've been talking about. This is what a big discussion because one thing we were one thing we were thinking was let's if we had Twitter followers, we could do this where we would <laughs> uh, do like a poll and be like, look, should we do? Book number two, that's a natural progression. I think that was kind of our original intent. Should we do Return to the Cave of Time, which neither of us wants to do <laughs> because we want to get away from the cave because we don't like the cave? Uh, or should we do like the the Choose Your Own Adventure they did of Star Wars A New Hope? That's bonkers. You play Luke Skywalker's buddy who's kind of there for everything that Biggs? happens. Um, no, a new, a new sound, No, new guy. <laughs> a new side character that just, who's just always off frame. In the movie. Just quietly standing and watching. I mean... Isn't that fascinating? That's, that's bonkers. Or just uh, like the Superbike one or something. I mean, yeah. Superbike like, would be very good. I don't know. I mean... Right. My, my inclination is is um, uh, commit to the bit until you're dead. So number two would probably be my, right. my thing. Or yeah, just a random number generator to pick a random one. That's true. James does really like random number generators. That's another thing we talked about. We we were actually trying that the other night just to see yeah. how it felt yeah. to do that. What is the second so, yeah, one I called? Don't, I don't know. Like Journey what? Under the Sea or Journey to the Sea? Yeah. <laughs> Which one is it? Which one is Journey to the Sea? You forgot your umbrella. <laughs> choose your own adventure kicks back. You guys laugh, but Journey to the Sea could legitimately be a choose your own adventure book. Yeah, it probably is. <laughs> you find yourself in a nice oh, small town pretty... and you just make a life there. The sea remains <laughs> yes. two miles east. <laughs> that is kind of my fear for book number two. You you get a job in a tourist a souvenir shop. It's not a bad time to you be hate alive. It. You <laughs> hate it, so you quit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's pretty on point. Yeah. <laughs> you're re- you're ready to write your own, I think. James actually has written his own. He he wrote. I listened to that episode, you? you guys, and it was really. Is that what the choose your own choose adventure your own episode was? Yeah, great. James wrote okay. us a choose your own adventure. It was really good. That's amazing. It was very. Good. I, I didn't. I did not listen to that episode because I was scared it would be a book that we're going to read, and I didn't want any spoilers. No, I'm. No. But I didn't know it was, it was cool because it was like when you died, you kind of started over. Yeah, right? it was. <laughs> there was a, a framing device where you could only die a certain number of times and then the book was over because I wanted the episode to end. <laughs> Mostly because I was oh, feared good. I feared that Aaron would I would I have kept going. I didn't know until about I got finish every it. ending. Yeah. Every page. I built in a, a fail safe, we're done now. Uh, <laughs> smart. Smart. That's real smart. Okay, well, I got to go check that out. That sounds amazing. Yeah, did you do how'd you make it? Did you make it with Twine or did you just write Google it? Docs? Google Sheets? Wow. It was okay. maddening. I never. I really got a real sense of how hard it is to remember what page it was that you put something on, or like what thread you had, because you can drive yourself crazy with like, do you want to do this or that? Because like each fork, you have to write. Then it's oh, yeah. bad. Yeah. And can you imagine being Edward Packard writing book number one, looking at a wall full of pages that you pasted up there, and you got to. <laughs> Climb up a little ladder to read the ones on the top to remember whether or not you covered uh, everything. Yeah, I'm writing though. 87 more of those books. Yeah, <laughs> I'm definitely picturing you in a room with like red yarn, like running across from wall to wall, it, like and, on all the different pages. And it was funny because Aaron was trying to like coach me. She was like, "Just have me go to space," because Aaron's the main character. 
Well, uh-huh. spoiler, sure. I guess. Um, yes, spoilers. yes. So when you read this, you will be playing as me. <laughs> um, but so she's like, just have me go to space, and then just have me. I was like, no, I can't. I've set up something. Like I set up like a frame of stuff that I, I was like, I need to, I need to write this and this and this, and then I'm done. And she's like, just put me in space. I'm like, don't get it. I didn't get it. But then once, once we did the thing, I got it. So it's hard to learn to trust the author. Matt and I are still wrestling with that. Well, but I think Edward Packard has shown himself to be completely untrustworthy. So that's, that's fair. <laughs> he had to have. Did, so did he really do the paste he just the pages has a unique up and, mind, isn't it? and I'm sure he ladder? did. It was the 70s. Because like, so did he write? Did was this just like I have this? I have this colonial story that I had kind of an outline for. I have this like caveman thing. I think that you're I'm doing. already giving him too much credit. And then he was like, I need to stitch these together. How can I do that? If only I could give the audience a choice to choose their <laughs> own journey. <laughs> I would I would buy that he had like a bunch of little ideas for stories and he he just would never write them and this was his solution for like what do I do with all these stupid little ideas? The solution don't was make to book? still not write them. I know how soap is made, exactly. but nothing yeah. else. Yeah. 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 It's like I'm I'm astounded by how bad that book is. There's so yeah, many opportunities level. that he just threw away. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if he was just trying to avoid like the easy move. Like, well, of course, they're going to expect you to become a pirate. So I'm not going to do that. You'll be a merchant. It'll be okay. <laughs> but then you find yourself on the train with Abraham Lincoln on the way to Gettysburg. As, and you sit there and watch him write the Gettysburg address. <laughs> and then it. are escorted off of the train once he gets. You don't see it. You just go live with yeah. the train. That's it. Yeah. It's, mag- it's kind of magnificent. It's definitely breaking our minds really badly. Yeah. Um, like I did get like when somebody just now said something a little bit negative about Edward Packard and there's a part of me that got real defensive. <laughs> oh, I'm, really I'm hard. sorry. Yeah. Like I was like, it's a, no, 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 no. <laughs> don't be sorry. It's, um, what is that called? Um, <laughs> when you're a hostage, when you're a hostage you start to love the cap. Yes. It's Stockholm. That's, that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> that's the one we have. Don't you dare question our Lord and Savior, Edward Packard. <laughs> Where can people find Finish It on social media? At Finish It Pod um, is Twitter, Twitter and, and Instagram. Instagram. And I think that's it, social media. We have a blog. It's Finish It. Wait, I don't remember what it is. Is it Finish It Pod? <laughs> yeah, I think it's Finish It Pod. Dot at, WordPress. Dot dot word. It's impossible to Google it, so don't even worry about it. <laughs> finish It Pod. Dot WordPress. Dot Do you put com. stuff up you besides the, the episodes? No, we have we do a video no. usually every week, um, and but those are just either on the Twitter yeah. feed or the Instagram feed, and we also do yeah, Chris makes these amazing. Videos. We do way too many songs, and so there is a SoundCloud, and I don't know what that is either, but you can find that through the the, the Twitter or the yeah. Uh, that one is soundcloud.com slash finish it pod. I think we try to use it. So you can pod. you can hear all our sweet excellent. So except for the Nick Tyler song, which I haven't put up yet because I didn't I, I can't. It's not in Dropbox. Oh, that's sad. Oh. Anyway, it's on my computer. It's fine. It's on my computer. <laughs> the, the, theoretically, oh, if I wanted to steal your uh, choose your own adventure dot 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 jingle for this episode, mm-hmm. could mm-hmm. I get that off yeah. of the SoundCloud? Um, yeah, you just Probably. have our lawyer contact. I mean, have your lawyer okay. contact our lawyer, and we'll talk uh, <laughs> rights and usage and all that stuff. Um. <laughs> so <laughs> find out what that means on Friday. Yeah. uh should we do our own social media yeah okay we we have a facebook page which is called unabashedly obsessed with unabashedly obsessed Well, no, we have a facebook page which is called unabashedly obsessed we have a facebook group which is called unabashedly obsessed with unabashedly obsessed we used to have a podcast we did (laughs) that was the facebook group for it but now we don't have a podcast anymore (laughs) the end Uh, um yes the page and the group and all of that join it join us and follow us um, help, help, help me mock james mercilessly <laughs> what we also have a twitter it's at ufo podcast you decide what the f stands for tonight matt and chris get put on the spot and have to decide what the f stands for all right chris let's confer okay i was thinking friendship because we have new friends, but I feel like somebody might have done that already. Let's let's think of something more unique. Oh no! <laughs> How about um, um fire? Because this podcast is hot oh, fire. Thanks. Oh, awesome! Oh, that's it. That's the one. Excellent. So this week the F stands for fire. 
Yes. <laughs> fire on ice, even. Ooh. Yeah, fire on ice. There we go. Whoa. All right. Um, yeah, we have an Instagram, too, which is unabashedly obsessed. I never so, put anything nice. on it. So, I mean, like, we have that, too. We do. Um, Indiv- <laughs> you can- <laughs> this is just going off the rails. Uh, individually, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at unabashedly Aaron. And I'm at unabashed James. You can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash unabashedly obsessed. Or you can check out our merch store, cafepress.com slash unabashedly obsessed. Yes. Thank you to Jamie Shaheen for our theme song, Did You Guys Know There Was a Ladder Down Here? Uh, you can find Jamie and his band A Silent Few on YouTube. Thank you also to Matt Yule for the use of the Choose Your Own Adventure or dot 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 theme song. You can find Matt at his podcast, Finish It. <laughs> Ugh, credits are such a bitch. <laughs> um... <laughs> Uh, thank you also to Emily Cardamus for our logo. Uh, you can follow Emily at Corrupted Gem on Twitter or artfulhypothesis.tumblr.com. And uh, you should listen to uh, her pod. She has uh, several podcasts now, uh, but you should listen to her podcast, The Audio Armory. Uh, question and answers number two. You might hear a familiar question asker. Ooh. <laughs> It's That's me. Was it, did they just read your question that you sent in? <laughs> uh, they read, I was one of like five. and um, But you didn't send in like an audio clip? Right, no. They they read it out loud and they said it was the best question they've ever heard. So that's just a little bit of a teaser for that. Okay. It was a pretty great question. Nice. I, like, did I they asked really it, say that? They really did. <laughs> okay. They were delighted. I'm a delightful presence. I'm aware, I am aware that you were a presence on the internet. <laughs> I'm a delightful presence on the internet. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Chris and Matt, thank you so much for joining us Whoop. and for introducing thank us you. to this amazing movie that is. <laughs> yes, everybody, please watch. Yeah, it. YouTube's going to get so much right. money from the people who listen to this podcast. What if we facilitate mm-hmm. a DVD release of the twenty fifth <gasps> anniversary? I'm sorry, of did you mean a four K Blu-ray remaster? Yeah, it's the twenty fifth anniversary. <laughs> is it? Yeah, nineteen ninety three. I mean. Silver, right, time. So the sil- the silver um, thrashing. No, that's a different. What did he he used some stupid words. One of those. <laughs> he did use some stupid words. Some of them were even real words. The, Still stupid though. The avenging Bodhi edition of the of Airborne. God, that'd be so cool. Love to own that movie. Anyways, uh, <laughs> but thank you. Yes, thank for, you guys so much for for joining us. This thank was a lot you of fun. guys. This, yeah, this was so thank much fun, guys. and we will definitely have you guys back fun. for. The movie that you mentioned that I have already forgotten what it was. No, Sidekick. it was a TV mm-hmm. show, Sidekick. There was yeah. a few. It was also a movie. I'm sorry, real I quick. Uh, it was it was released September 17th. So if we want to plan something, it's got to be September 17th. Will be the anniversary. Okay, so we have for we got to remaster this movie for Airborne. Quick. So we have almost exactly a month to get that shit on the shelves. Yes, let's yep. do it. We can do. Someone that. call <laughs> Seth Green. I will get right on that. Get him on the horn. I am going to tweet him later. Hey Seth. Hey Seth Green. Can you? You know what? I'll even I'll even CC Jack Black on it. Yeah. And yeah, bring them all in. Bring them it's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Stuart Copeland. And okay. Yeah, I was Stuart like, Copeland, and yes. there were no other famous people in this movie, so. <laughs> I'll work on getting the twins They're to do excellent. a commentary. Awesome. Oh, twins in unison. <laughs> yeah, I assume they speak. Come on, they finish that's really offensive. That's how James. they did it in the movie. They'd be just re- reprising their characters. Exactly. You're better than this, James. No, he's not. I'm no, about. I'm not. about as good as this. <laughs> he's about as good as this. All right. All right. This has been an extreme episode of Unabashedly Obsessed. True. I'm mm-hmm. James. I'm Aaron. I'm Chris. I'm Ma- I'm Matt. <laughs> smoking kills. And so do pennies. There was no smoking in that movie. There was no smoking in that movie. You're right. It's so wholesome. I don't think there's a lot of smokers in Cincinnati, Ohio. That's where they invented the cigarette. That's where they invented That's where they invented the cigarette. That's where the cigarette came from. Before that, everyone just smoked loose tobacco. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they would just like set it on fire and like hover over <laughs> it. Ashes in your hands. That's, the, that's yeah. the worst. I'm hitting stop on uh-huh. the uh, recording. <laughs>